Welcome to Straight Up Small Business, the podcast for startup and scaling up entrepreneurs who are ready to take their business to the next level of profit. I'm Beck Buchanan, an accountant turned virtual bookkeeping business owner. I'm super passionate about small business and helping entrepreneurs fall in love with their numbers in order to achieve their goals. If you ever feel confused, unsure, or overwhelmed about the financial side of your business, then you've come to the right place. This podcast covers bookkeeping, finance, and small business topics discussed in a straight-up way. My goal for each bite-sized episode is to inform and inspire you to make the next best decision in your business, backed by financial know-how, so you can create the business of your dreams. Make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss any of my latest episodes, and let's dive in. Before we kick off, I'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the Bundjalung Nation whose country I am on while recording this episode. I respect their elders from the past, present and those emerging as the traditional custodians of this beautiful land. So wherever you're listening to this today, I acknowledge the lands on which you are and those First Nations people who lived and worked there for over 70,000 years. The decision to outsource tasks in your business is a big one. Chances are you have come from a work environment where most things were paid for and supplied to you, and there were likely different departments to support you, such as sales, marketing, finance, HR, and so forth. So it can be a big shift in mindset when you realize that you need to fund the required products and services in your own business. Essentially, you need to part with money to run your business that would otherwise end up in your own pocket. If you haven't realized already, you will come to realize eventually that you cannot run your business alone in the long run. Yet lots of fears and anxiety about the decision to outsource some of the tasks you perform can and will come up. Thoughts along the lines of, I don't have the money to pay someone else to do this, or what if they don't do it right, or I don't even know what I could outsource or delegate exactly because everything I do is in my head. But here's the thing, keeping all the tasks to yourself can be a big mistake. It stops you from working in your zone of genius. And you might be making mistakes by doing what you're not trained to be doing. Or you might be missing opportunities by not broadening your network and having another business perform work for you. In this episode, I'm going to share with you what I outsource and how it has made my business more profitable. But before I launch into that conversation, let me take a trip down memory lane with you. It was three years ago and I was working at a bank at the end of a phase in my career that I loved. I had opted to take a redundancy following the offshoring of my team's role to Singapore. I had decided to start my own business following a quick decision over too many coffees one afternoon with my husband, which is a story for another podcast, and I was wondering how to do so. I'd heard about Mia Friedman's Lady Startup course and I was considering doing it, but it was $600. And at that time, I had never spent $600 or anywhere close to that on my professional development. Every course or professional membership that I had ever had before was paid for by my employer. I felt anxious about spending $600 of our family money on my business venture. That was the equivalent of a few weeks worth of groceries, a flight to Perth, or a year's worth of swimming lessons for my son. Anyway, I did the course and found it to be excellent. And during that course, I learned about all the things I needed to do when starting a business, such as getting a logo and a website and getting some copywriting done. 
I was overwhelmed at the price of everything and uncertain about how I would ever make the investment back. I attempted to do my own logo and business cards in Canva to save money until my close business friend warned me against it, suggesting my brand was not something that I should risk stuffing up. So I got a graphic designer to help me with that in the end, but then I decided to save money by getting a cheap website done overseas. And then I ended up hating it and I had to pay money to get someone onshore in Australia to fix it. And on this cycle went when I was starting out in business, where everything seemed so expensive and I battled with every decision about what task to do myself or on the cheap and save money versus outsourcing to a professional. These days, I am happy to spend money in my business. Thankfully, I'm in a position to do so as we are in the scaling phase, but this is overwhelmingly because I know that I'm going to make more money by outsourcing tasks that someone else can do better than me. So I'm going to take you behind the scenes of my business to share key things that I outsource. I hope that by doing so, you will find it interesting to know how another business runs and also help you to understand why I outsource the things that I do in case it inspires you. So first of all, I outsource the graphic design in my business. As I said previously, this is one of the first things that I outsource. And the logo and branding colors you see across my business today are the ones I paid for back then. At the time, it was a big investment as I had little or no income at that time, but the opportunity cost of not making this investment was too high for me. Graphics and Canva is not my zone of genius and I hate to think what I would have come up with left to my own devices here. I won't pretend to be a brand expert by quoting the benefits of good branding, but given your website, logo and Insta vibe are what people see when they first come across you, I think there is significant value by having it look amazing. Now, if anything in my branding needs updating, I don't hesitate to contact my graphic designer, Mary Jane from MJPix. Think PDFs, PowerPoint slides, on-brand Trello boards, bookkeeping at real templates for my course, you name it, she does it. The second thing I outsourced was copywriting. This is something I never skimped on. Whilst I used to think I was pretty good at English back in the day, having drowned myself in numbers during my career for the last 15 years, I really didn't feel prepared to write my website or any sort of sales copy. Lucky for me, my business bestie, Susan Riok, is a copywriter. So this was an easy decision to outsource this task. But even if I didn't have this connection, I would still invest in good copywriting because copy conversion to sales, which leads to profit. So it's a pretty important component to a successful business setup or selling process. The third thing I outsourced was my website. I have a WordPress site and no interest in having a deep understanding of how it works. I can do the basics if something needs updating, but I always delegate to the experts when anything needs designing or rearranging. Some advice I was given early in the business piece was not to spend too much on having a website created in the early days of business. For spending $10,000 on a whiz-bang website is not a great business decision if you haven't tested the viability and profitability of your business for a few years. So I'm really happy with the website I have for now. It works, it looks pretty enough, and the team that support me can update it so that I don't have to, and it didn't cost me an arm and a leg. The fourth thing I outsourced was social media. 
So this was purely out of need. Once my business took off and I got busy, I found myself going completely MIA from social media. And this was potentially hurting my business as for better or worse, Instagram had become the main source of new business for me. And I found myself in a position of feeling really anxious about how busy I was doing the bookkeeping work and also anxious about not showing up at all on social media because I didn't have time. It was double anxiety whammy. On top of this, I found myself overthinking what to include on my social media posts. I was worrying about the look and feel of my feed and felt that every post had to be exceptional, which found me procrastinating writing the post altogether. So I enlisted the help of a social media manager of one of my clients. Her name is Britt and her business is called With B. And when Britt first pitched to me, I was really worried about how I was going to afford it. It was so new for me to spend money on something that wasn't directly related to my website or the bookkeeping work. It felt a little outrageous as a bookkeeping business to spend money on social media. But I said I'd give it a go for three months and then reassess and I have never looked back and all I have done is increase Brit's services ever since. It is amazing to have all my social media posts planned out for a month in advance and not be overthinking everything that's written. I love that I am showing up no matter what, even if the wheels are falling off my sleep and self-care for being so busy behind the scenes. The next thing I outsourced was bookkeeping work. And around the same time I got busy doing all the things, I found my business stagnated because there weren't enough hours in the day for me to take on any more clients. Whilst I had started my business really just wanting to give myself a flexible job, it soon turned into wanting much more than that, to serve more clients and grow a premium bookkeeping business that operated Australia-wide. I also came to realize pretty early on that I would never be able to take a proper holiday ever again without working whilst on it, because clients' payroll and bookkeeping couldn't wait for me to return. The only way I could do this was to outsource the bookkeeping work to a team, and I've done that over time with a mix of employees and contractors. I've become obsessed with my team. They are the most fabulous women, and I'm continuously practicing and perfecting the art of delegating to them. I've also come to realize that they are better at bookkeeping than I am these days. I know my stuff and I'm great at training, but given how busy I am doing sales, technical work, writing content, strategizing, etc., I don't have time to go deep into the bookkeeping work that I once did. My team are amazing at following processes and are truly better bookkeepers than I. The sixth thing I outsourced was virtual assistant tasks. My VA also happens to be Brit, my social media manager. Now, this outsourcing opportunity came about when I was developing my course, Bookkeeping It Real, and found myself overwhelmed with all the things. I had copywriting done by Susan, but I needed this input into Kajabi and email scheduled, and it all felt like too much on my plate when I was busy building and filming the course. Now, Brit helps me with my marketing emails, my weekly podcast releases, minor website updates, turning my brain dumps around goals and strategy into tasks, and more. The seventh thing I outsourced was podcast production, and it may be no surprise to you that the production of this podcast is outsourced. For starters, I am a complete rookie at podcasting, and for seconds, I barely have enough time to get my podcast thoughts on paper each week, let alone getting time to edit and make it sound amazing before releasing it each Tuesday. 
So all I do is record the podcast in draft form each week and then I send it off to Bambi Media who does the rest. And this is so valuable to me as it protects my brand by not having me stuff up something that isn't my zone of genius. And it saves me so much time as I can churn the podcast out and send it off and then voila, it comes back ready to release. The next thing I outsource was my tax affairs. Where other businesses outsource their bookkeeping affairs to us at Straight Up Bookkeeping, I outsource my tax matters. When I converted from a sole trader structure to a company and every year when I need the company tax return done, I've enlisted the help of my tax accountant. I also have my tax accountant on speed dial every time I need to run something tax strategy related by him. The ninth thing I outsourced was SEO. I've recently enlisted the help of Kristen Lowry, an SEO copywriter, to assist in the SEO upleveling of my website. One of the goals I have this year is to scale my business by having my website work harder for me than just relying on Instagram and word of mouth referrals. I could do an SEO course and update my website myself, but I honestly don't have the time or inclination. Learning SEO doesn't light me up, but I understand it's super important. So I am more than happy to enlist the help of an expert here and look forward to the good results that are sure to follow. The last thing and number 10 that I have outsourced is mindset work. Last year, I enlisted the help of an amazing coach, Christy Robinson, to help me grow my business in a sustainable way and stay sane during the process. In the early days of my business, I didn't really understand at what point I would need a coach or what a coach could do for me. But as I got busy and overwhelmed and often couldn't see the wood from the trees in my business, I came to understand now how not having a coach would be extremely detrimental to the future of my business. Christy keeps me goal setting and staying true to those goals in our fortnightly sessions. And she also hears me out when I'm a blabbering mess or celebrating the big and small wins day to day. So now you know the tasks and processes that I outsource, but let me tell you how doing so brings more profit into my business. By outsourcing these things, my team and I have more time to spend in our zone of genius, which is bookkeeping and CFO work. This allows us to make more sales because we free up our time to service more clients. Outsourcing also helps me to attract our ideal client because everything we do comes across professionally because experts are producing the content. I guarantee that if I was at the helm of my podcast production and designing my own graphics, for example, you would not get the same experience of straight up bookkeeping that you do now. Nor would you probably get any experience from us at all on social media because when I'm busy, I'd have disappeared altogether by now. <laughs> Lastly, outsourcing has allowed new opportunities to come our way via connections from our outsourced service providers. Conversations with our outsource team often lead to aha moments and the next big thing. But I recognize that it can be a juggle when you first start outsourcing, that way up of costs versus value. And I don't suggest you outsource everything at the same time, of course. You always do it with regards to your budget and cash flow forecast and your business needs at that point in time. But when the time is right, I guarantee you outsourcing tasks that you aren't good at and or have run out of time for will bring more profit into your business. I will be inviting some of the amazing people I've described in this episode onto the podcast so they can share more about the services they provide and how they outsource in their own business. I hope you enjoyed this conversation and I look forward to sharing those interviews with you in the coming weeks. See you next week. Thank you so much for listening in today. 
I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, I'd be so grateful if you left a review. If you're not already, please connect with me on Instagram. My handle is straight up underscore bookkeeping. And if you'd like to know more about how I can help you be successful in running your small business, please check out my website, straightupbookkeeping.com.au for details around my signature bookkeeping and zero course, Bookkeeping It Real, and also my done for you bookkeeping services. Thanks again and see you next week.